Hello and welcome to Nourish with Nicole, the podcast where we discuss all things holistic health and wellness. I'm your host, Nicole. I'm a holistic health coach and I have helped over hundreds of people change their lifestyle, build better habits, lose weight, gain confidence, all with a holistic, natural approach. I'm here to help you understand that taking care of your entire self from your body, mind, and soul has many benefits that will help you be successful on your journey of health. This podcast is designed to educate, inspire, and motivate. Grab your coffee and let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Nourish with Nicole podcast. I hope that you are having a fabulous day. I am back again with another Coach's Corner with Coach Yonica, and we are chatting about getting prepared for a hot holiday. So how to set yourself up for success before, during, and after, how to navigate staying on track with all the habits and the routines that you've already put in place when starting your fitness journey, and how to just stay on track and not feel like you're failing and be consistent with everything. So welcome, Coach Yonica. Hello. How's it going? Good, thanks. So not on a hot holiday. Yeah, so let's talk about that. So like I said, I'm actually have a hot holiday plan. So I'm kind of excited about what you're going to let me know. But I know a lot of people that we are also working with is have hot holidays planned and that they want to um, make sure that they stay on track. So um, let me know um, how you want what you want to talk about today and how you want to approach our chat. Sure. So I was thinking we should take a look at the three things, the three kind of variables that you are definitely in control of while you are on your hot holiday. Number one, your routines and maintaining your routines while you're gone. Uh, Number two, the foods that you're choosing to eat. And number three, because I think it's a reality for a lot of people is the alcohol, especially when you are at an all-inclusive. And then after that, just talking about what to do once you get back home to kind of pick up where you left off before you went on your holiday. Perfect. So, um, this kind of is kind of interesting because when Brandon and I were kind of like planning our holiday, um, we were like kind of going back and forth. Like, do we all go all inclusive because like we're not going to drink? And then Brandon's like, well, if the alcohol is there, like I'm going to drink. And it's like, well, do you want to drink? And it's like, okay, because it's like, it, how is it? It's hard to say no, right? So it's like, what do you do? So I'm excited to see what you have to say. So um, let's start chatting. Yeah. So let's think about your routines and how you're able to maintain a routine or what routine even looks like when we're on holiday. Because I think a lot of people think of a holiday as a break from their day to day, but a lot of our clients, and I would say the nourish community know that we focus heavily on routines, whether that's your morning routine, your evening routine, or just um, even your habits throughout the day in order to be successful. So we definitely don't want our clients looking at their holiday as some escape from their routines or like an opportunity to press pause and be like, well, come back to this later because it's not going to happen. And you're setting yourself up almost for failure by removing all of the structures that you already have in place. So I would say number one, thinking about what does your morning routine look like when you're at home? And how can you mimic that on holidays? So I know like even you and I, we went to Kelowna, right? The journal still came with the same morning meditation came with the same routines came with it didn't matter that we were in a different environment hot holidays may be a little different people are like i want to sleep and it was a late night whatever the case is but if your morning routine includes getting up at 6 a.m at home and having your greens and then doing your reading and going for a quick walk or something you can still do all of that while you're on a hot holiday maybe you're not getting up at 6 a.m and that's okay but take your journal with you take your greens with you schedule in that walk maybe it's on the beach instead of in the snow which like lucky you to be able to go do that but there's no reason to say like oh I just don't have to do anything because we know that however you start your morning kind of dictates how the rest of your day is going to go so number one maintain that morning routine and then I'm just going to jump right to the evening one because I think they go hand in hand but what does an evening routine again look like for you when you are at home do you wind down at a certain time are you off of 
of your phone? Is electronics put away? Do you have a evening journal or practice that you do? What time do you finish eating? Again, it's going to look different beyond a hot holiday, but there's no reason why you can't have that cup of tea at your hotel. There's no reason why you can't journal before you go to bed. There's no reason why you have to be on your phone until the minute that you go to bed there, right? Timing might be different. It's going to be different, different processes, but you again, maintain the basics of it. And if your, I would say if your routines are so complex at home that you can't mimic them when you go somewhere else, they're probably not great routines to begin with because they become dependent on your environment. So evening, morning routines, keep them the same. That's going to be the first thing. Um, I like that you said that because it's like, even though the environment changes, it doesn't mean that your routines have to change. So if you're doing something in your routine that you're doing just because like your coach is telling you to do, and you're not really doing it because it's making you feel good, maybe you have to like rethink about the routines and the practices that you're that you're doing um because if you go elsewhere and like you completely like get let go of all those habits and the routines it doesn't mean that you're doing it for the, the proper reasons right so like you said like our journal came with we still had our nighttime tea we still did everything the same way um there was a couple of different um things that we obviously changed just because um the environment but we still made sure because the worst thing is is like to go away and like completely change your whole routine and then when you come back home you feel like you're starting at square one again so Absolutely. if you keep those in place it's going to be so much easier coming back yeah And so I think, and right, how we start a day, how we finish our day. And then we can look at what do you typically do during the day when you're home? So for some people, that's the gym. The gym is a foundational piece in their routines. Do we want to work out when we're on a hot holiday? Not always, but is some type of movement and some routine going to be beneficial for you? Absolutely. Um, The last thing you want to be doing is going from having a very active uh, fitness routine or regime, going on a holiday and be like, well, I'm just going to sit for the next week. You're going to feel terrible. Your body is not going to appreciate it. And coming again, coming back to your routines at home is going to be so much harder. So One of the things I would suggest if you know you're going on all-inclusive and that's something that matters to you is scope it out ahead of time. Does it have a small fitness center or is there a gym close by or are there recreational activities even available on the beach? Beach volleyball. You don't, don't, don't make it complicated. You can enjoy it. It could be something different, but don't write off your exercise routine entirely. You're going to feel like hot garbage. So thinking back to when we went to Mexico in 2019, what I did is every morning I woke up and I took my greens and then I went down to the gym, fasted, and I literally did like a 30, 40 minute full yes. body workout. I literally burned like 300, 400 calories because I was sweating so much and I was just like so efficient. Like I was just going so quick and I was obviously just hitting every body part. I wasn't probably getting, like I wasn't focused on building muscle or hitting PR right. because that's not what I'm going to do in Mexico. And obviously the gym doesn't support that. But think about like getting it done first thing in the morning before you go lay by the pool, because after you lay by the pool and you have some food or some drinks, you're not going to want to work out. So I told Brandon, I said the exact same thing I'm doing this time when I go to Mexico is like, I'm waking up, I'm going to go get that workout done first thing in the morning. And then you come back, you clean up and you go for breakfast because that's the last thing I want to do after my day has started is to go do a workout. So I would say suggest doing it first thing in the morning as soon as you wake up, get it done. And again, don't think that you have to follow the workout routine that you have at home. Um, beach volleyball, like you said, getting steps and going for a run on the beach, whatever it is, just to get a sweat on and you're going to feel so good and feel so um, energized for the day. I would say, yeah, like don't approach it with this all or nothing mindset. Like, oh, it has to be identical to what I'm doing at home or I'm not going to bother doing it at all. You can definitely find ways to adapt what you're doing at home on your holiday just to maintain some type of consistency and routine. I would say the the next pieces of our routine is going to come probably into our food here. So I think most all inclusives are buffet style, which can be trouble pretty quickly. We graze um, and we tend to think, oh, it's there. I'm allowed to eat it or I should eat it or whatever the case is, right? 
we become less focused on balanced meals. We become less focused on making good choices because there's so many other options available to us. And the food is literally available all day long. So again, thinking about your routine at home, well, when do I typically eat? How often do I eat? Why do I eat at these times, right? Be mindful about why you do what you do when you're at home. Is it based around your work schedule? Is it based around your workout? Is it based around like your hunger cues that you've, you and your coach have naturally noticed you have? Just because suddenly a full buffet is available to you and like an ice cream machine is there on demand doesn't mean suddenly like, oh, this is totally what my body wants for the next week. So I think routine around meal timings alone is going to be a big one. But then with your food, putting into practice the things that you have spent how much time with your coach learning about. Um, don't eat foods that you know your body is sensitive to just because you're on holidays, right? Like I know that I don't do super well with dairy. Just again, just because there's like an ice cream sundae bar doesn't mean like, oh yeah, Yannicka, have at her. This is all for you. You're in Mexico today. And I think a lot of the foods that are often available are going to be somewhat processed. They're likely going to be cooked in oils, right? They're cooked in bulk. It's not that it's like some, they're not taking your dietary preferences into consideration. So that's on you to do that. You need to be mindful about what you're eating, how much you're eating and when you're eating it. Um, Again, great, great point. Um, Because we actually got a travel agent for this trip and um, she obviously did a little bit of research into who I was. And she's like, I see that you're a trainer and I see that you eat healthy. So she's like, that's why I kind of, she's like, that's why we got kind of got you like a five-star res- like mm-hmm. resort. Right. So she said that what you can do is what she explained to me was about 10, 15 years ago. The first question that people usually ask when you got to the buffet or you got to the resort was, do you have Wi-Fi? Because everyone wants Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. She said, now what's getting more popular is when people are coming they're asking more about dietary restrictions saying do you do you have gluten-free so that's another question that's coming up because gluten-free is very popular nowadays and that's something that is always um, offered at restaurants so she said when you get to the resort go to the front desk right away and let them know that you have dietary restrictions and that you need certain particular foods and that they'll take care of you I have people that I have known have that been on like preps have gone to Mexico and they literally take their scale with you no one's going to judge you no one knows anything about you um and if you go to like the cook and you say, Hey, I need this, this, and this. Can you cook me this every morning? And you have create a good relationship with the people that work there. They're going to treat you good. So like I said, I'm going to be sharing a little bit of my journey when I'm there and how I'm staying on track because I, again, I have very sensitive digestive system and I don't want to go there and feel like crap the whole time. Right. So I'm going to be very cautious on this and just things to be aware of is like you, it's your responsibility to set yourself up for success when you're there. It's like, you have to look into the foods and how they're cooked beforehand. And also too, you have an option to go to a, a grocery store and get fresh fruit and fresh, fresh things for you to have available there, which I think would be another good point to do as well. I think with the buffets too, whether it's breakfast, lunch, or supper, go, go for a walk, assess what is there and then make your decision. Don't grab a plate, start at the front of the buffet and just start loading in and up and thinking, you know what, at some point, maybe I'll find something that, that sits well with me. Go take a look, ask the chef. Like you said, sometimes I know that they even have those omelet stations go make yourself an omelet, prioritize things that make you feel good. Cause the last thing you need to be doing is loading up on food that you're like, oh, I'm on holidays. Now you're going to feel like garbage for the rest of your day. You're not going to want to be in a bathing suit at the pool when your stomach is like giving you grief and prioritize foods that you would at home and especially things like I think lean proteins prioritize them at your meals you're going to feel better you're going to have more energy think about your complex carbs versus your simple or refined carbs Uh, take advantage of the fresh fruit and the vegetables that are there like they are literally at your fingertips you probably don't have access to all this at home and the one thing I was was kind of like reading about before too was anytime we have buffets or holidays we always like to tell our clients take a plate and build your plate don't 
do like, oh, I'll go back for this and then I'll go back for this and then I'll graze on this because what happens is you end up overeating because you never visually see how much you've actually consumed. So it keeps thinking, oh, it's just a nibble, it's just a bite. Well, it's probably closer to like two plates by the time you're done. So practice the same type of mindfulness. Again, you don't use your hot holiday as an excuse to move away from the habits, the routines, the goals that you have worked so hard to put into place. To go off of that too, it's like you're not using, just like you kind of mentioned something about this in the summer too, is like we always look at events of a reason to like eat something like go to a barbecue, you need to eat, go to a barbecue, you need to drink. So thinking of like the holiday as like an excuse to like eat off plan or fall off track with your goals, um, you're going on a hot holiday to um, self-care, to de-stress, to relax. And if you don't treat your body right and you don't do all like the habits and the routines that you're doing, you're causing more stress on your body than following what you have in place. So you're coming back home trying to like catch up where you like right where you did something wrong there and you're causing so your hot holiday that you were going on to de-stress you're coming home with more stress because you just kind of went off track whatever you want yeah anything and so that if we think about alcohol that's gonna be I think the sticking point for a lot of people when they go to these trips where it's like all you can drink type of thing I think even if when it's not all inclusive we tend to treat holidays as like a do what you want like YOLO just go for it like nope Um, But like you guys mentioned too, you know, when the alcohol is there and it's literally being presented to you, like, oh, you paid for this. It's part of your package. And I mean, I'm sure any of us who have been on a hot holiday, like you watch how much alcohol is being poured into those. It's not your average drink to begin with. But then we need to take a look at, okay, what is that alcohol being mixed with? Those pina coladas, those margaritas, those strawberry daiquiris, all those things is literally just sugar. And what happens when we have sugar and alcohol? Well, you want more sugar and more alcohol. And now suddenly it's like two in the afternoon and you're feeling great. Well, now I'm hungry. I'm going to get a plate of nachos, right? And it's things just slowly start to crumble a little bit because your cognitive functioning obviously is like compromised. You're not thinking the same way and it's a slippery slope. But again, it's your holiday can't be an excuse to think that whatever I do here, it doesn't matter and won't tra- won't translate home, won't follow me home. Yes, it will. It's just like you had mentioned before. Before, like your gut isn't Vegas, right? It's like the things that you do follow you home. And so this idea of like, oh, it's my hot holiday. I, I deserve da, 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 da. Well, what you deserve is to de-stress, to unwind, to enjoy beautiful weather, to spend time with people you care about. That does not mean the same thing as eating whatever you want, drinking as much as you can and sleeping all day long. And I think that often is That's the image that we have of like a hot holiday versus like, well, what can it actually do for me? How can it actually benefit me? Yeah. And like you said um, about about the drinking, right? So we know that drinking is going to cause inflammation and it's going to cause stress in the digestive system. And then when we drink, we start to eat like unhealthy foods, like you said. So then that's like double inflammation. So then our body is going to be swollen and uncomfortable and you're not going to feel confident. And then you're just trying to like produce all that inflammation. And then you're coming back home and then it's just like you weigh yourself and you're like, oh my goodness, like this is the worst thing ever. And then you're stressing about that, right? And that's like the worst thing to come home from a holiday and seeing like six, seven, 10 pound increase on the scale and thinking like, oh my God, I feel like the worst. So I know when clients weigh in and they see like a one or two pound increase, they're stressing about that. So if you know that you were really um, stressed about like seeing an increase on the scale, 
you have all the tools and the resources to have a successful holiday. So is it worth it to do all the things that aren't going to keep you on track to come home to stress about the scale and feel crappy um, after you just had a relaxing holiday? And I think it's important to have that conversation with yourself ahead of time. Shift your mindset before you go. Be in the right frame of mind of why am I going? What am I hoping to get out of this? And what does that look like for me? When we throw caution to the wind and say, I'm just going to show up and I'm just going to live my best life. That's when we get into trouble because we're not thinking long term. We're not thinking what happens when I come back. We're not thinking about how does this impact all of the work I've already put in. And the things that you're doing on your hot holidays, right? It's not, oh, it's here. And then I'm going to come home and it's back to routine, which you can try to get back to routine. But if you're not maintaining these things that we've talked about, it's going to be very, very difficult for you to get back to routine and to feel good about that transition back home. And as you'd mentioned, right, like when you get home, what does that look like? Especially if you were way off for the last week or two weeks. So I think the first thing obviously is like, let's say whether your vacation went the way that you intended or not, when you do get home routines, morning routines, evening routines, meal prep routines, water intake, workout. Don't say like, oh, I'll just gradually get back into it. No, get home and get back to what you know serves you and makes you feel good. That's like, like what we're talking about is like, basically like, even if my clients go away for the weekend, maybe they're going to their parents for the weekend, right? It's, it says, I said like, I know if you can't like do your workout or you can't do some of the things that you usually do, as long as you keep like this, those basic habits in place, you'll have like, maybe you can't eat 100% on meal plan because you're going to eat some family favorite foods, right? But if you can keep up with your water and your steps and your morning routine and your vitamins, your greens, whatever, all those things that we've taught you, you are going to come back maybe one pound up opposed to five pounds up because you kept up with all those regular habits habits. And obviously, if you come back from a holiday, and maybe potentially sometimes people come back from a holiday, and they have like a stomach bug, or they get sick, or they catch the flu, obviously, like, you're not gonna be able to get back right into it. But do some of the things that you know, are going to help your immune system, like doing your greens and doing your vitamins and doing what you can to support your immune system. If you are feeling under the weather, um, if you are feeling under the weather, obviously, like don't jump into your workout right away and just slowly ease into it. But um, the longer you put it off, the more you're not going to want to do it. And then that consistency that you built before you went, is just going to you're starting over again and you feel like you're starting from square one which is going to be harder to um get consistent with again absolutely and when you are back home be transparent about what you did on your holidays don't come home and be like oh i don't understand why xyz whatever is happening or following you home is going to be due to whatever you did on your holidays and whether it went the way you wanted it to or you didn't just own it i guess so that you can move forward properly so that you can get that mindset back to like, okay, I'm back home. What does routine look like? What does success look like for me now that I'm home and I'm able to do the things that I did before? Let it go if it didn't go the way that it went or the way that it, you wanted it to go or intended it to go and just focus on what can I do right now to serve my body to feel its best right now. And the other thing too, is like about the scale too, like don't jump on the scale. If you, you didn't, to have success on your trip if it didn't go how it planned don't jump on the scale right away wait a week or two um, until you get those habits back in place until you feel good um, and go by how your clothes feel like if you get yeah. home and your clothes are all tight and uncomfortable clearly you know you're going to be up in the scale so then wait a couple of weeks till clothes start to feel better and then you start to feel less inflamed and then kind of see where your weight's at right yeah you're not doing this to punish yourself you're it's an awareness piece. It's a data piece. And so the same thing, like you mentioned with the hot holiday, right? It can be self-care. If we look at it properly is what does self-care actually look like? And self-care is not like, oh, it's this pocket, but that ends up negatively affecting me later. Self-care is like, I show up for myself every single day and I do the things that serve me, whether I'm here at home in Kelowna, in Mexico, whatever the case is, I show up with intention 
And that's self-care. Self-care is not, oh, I'm going to ignore everything and fall totally off plan and hope that, hey, I should be able to come back from this. That is going to be detrimental and you're going to feel it physically, mentally, emotionally, all of it. Mm-hmm. No, that was, that's great. So um, was there anything else you wanted to add, Yonica, in terms of? Um... I don't think so. I think just um, if you do have questions, right, if you know you're going on a hot holiday, sorry, and you've got questions, ask your coach before you go. Like, let us know, hey, this is my plan. This is what I think I'm going to do. What are your suggestions? Or if you're like, hey, I want to get to the gym, but I need, I've got 30 minutes I can dedicate. What does that look like? We want to help you. We want to help you feel successful. We want to give you the tools and the resources so that you can do this. Because again, it's not all or nothing. There is there is a way to translate these things regardless of where you are. 100% and I totally agree. And I have a couple of clients that already told me that they have some hot holidays planned. So um, this is going to be helpful to them. It's going to be helpful to me. And I will obviously document my holiday while I'm there and show you guys how, how I'm going to be successful. So it's going to be obviously a learning curve for me because when I went in 2019, I wasn't um, 100% percent like as I shouldn't say as strict as I am now but just I wasn't um as um cautious for my digestive system like 2019 is like when things started to really go wrong for me um when I come back from Mexico like I was to the point where like I was like very unhappy because I was so uncomfortable because I ate some things there like I was eating craft peanut butter every single day and we know what that does for us so we know that this time I'm not going to be using <laughs> peanut butter because there's so many um homogenated oils in there so we know that there's like oils in there and that's major inflammation in the digestive system so I know that I'm going to be scoping out probably some grocery store when I get there if I have to take a taxi somewhere I'm doing so but I'm also going to look ahead to see if I can get like a place with a fridge in right maybe that's going to be ideal like to put some fresh fruits and stuff in there maybe some extra lean proteins because we know lean proteins is going to is important at every meal we know those balanced meals are important and that's what to focus on but maybe every 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 time I want to eat I'm not gonna be able to have lean protein so if I can keep something in my fridge I'm going to look ahead at that so those are things too like you said do your research look ahead and um see what's available and what you have access to so Perfect. Well, I'm very jealous of your hot holiday. All of you, all of you that are listening to this and you're like, yes, because I'm going somewhere. Good for you. Oh, exactly. So awesome. Well, thank you so much, Janika. This was a really great chat. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. And we will be back again in about uh, two weeks with another, maybe two weeks just because it might lead into Christmas. But we'll be back again with Coach Janika speaking on some tips and tricks for you guys for um, staying success on your journey. Okay, so thank you so much. And I'll talk to you all very soon. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you found value in today's episode, I would love it if you would share this with any friends or family who would benefit from the podcast or leave a review down below. If you are ready and want help in taking the next step in your health and wellness journey, you can head over to my Instagram, nourish.withnicole, click the link in my bio and fill out an application and learn how you can live your happiest, healthiest life. Thank you so much and I can't wait to chat next week.